welcome back to the Truth Hurts podcast, where I focus on a variety of different self-care and mental health topics that are not usually talked about on a daily basis. I am your host, Robin Angelique, and thank you so much for joining. Before I start, I just want to make sure that I said that I hope that everybody had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I definitely did, and I really hope that yours was filled with everything you wanted, filled with love and joy, and I really hope you got to spend it with your friends and family. I was recently off for Christmas break for a little over two weeks, so I really took the advantage of just eating everything and sleeping for however many hours I wanted to and it was amazing and I definitely do not regret it at all. So in today's episode, I'm really, really excited because I'm so very thankful to have my dear sister Karina be my first guest on my podcast, which is really exciting. And she's going to talk about her experience so far with her five-month-old baby, Amara, which she is adorable. She is so beautiful. And I really thought it was important to catch up with my sister about what life has really been like for her for the past five months and really get a deeper understanding of the true meaning of motherhood for her and how it has impacted her daily life. So without further ado, this is Karina's story. Hi, sis. Hey, hey, hey. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast because, as you know, you're the first guest. So I really think your story is going to encourage a lot of women. So I'm really happy to have you on. Oh, thank you. I can't wait. (laughs) No problem. Don't kill me with questions now. (laughs) Okay, well, I know that you talk a lot, so that's why we don't (laughs) have that much uh, questions, because I know you have a lot to say. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's just get into it. So first, I just want to know, how has life been with Amara so far, and how does it feel just being a mom? Okay, Um, I feel like it's calmer than most would expect honestly especially being on maternity leave like sometimes it gets a little crazy um if she's having a bad day like right now she's teething so sometimes she'll she'll be crying a little bit you know but i feel like it's calm because no one's really home everybody's at work um so most of the time i'm just playing with her reading her books or taking her out for a walk oh gosh it makes me sound so boring but i feel like I don't know. I really like the, the like peaceful life. I'm not rushing around anywhere. Um, being a mom just kind of feels like a superhero. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it makes me feel like I can do anything. Um, you know, just being able to watch her, feed her while simultaneously cooking in the kitchen. Like, I, I just never had to do this many things at one time. And do you feel like it's kind of changed you as a person? And also, I know that you've said that you've had so much support so how has that helped you or how do you see things now um i would say it's changed me as a person it's made me really not care about the little things um it's no longer important to me uh who's out there doing what you know what are my friends up to i mean i was starting to kind of get out of that anyways especially after i got married but i feel like i'm just really at peace with being at home and being by myself and being with her and just kind of having this little human who's depending on me. I really like it. 
She is a beautiful, beautiful child. Like, <laughs> guys, she's the cutest ever. Thank um, you. You don't feel that way about your kids when you have them. No, but do. seriously, Amara is the cutest. So um, what is the happiest moment? I know she's only five months old, but and obviously there's going to be more um, happy times with her. But what have you enjoyed so far with her? I feel like as soon as you said happiest moment... It didn't even take me to something that's happened recently, um, you know, as she's been a little bit older. It was the happiest moment was right after my C-section um, when Markel, when they, well, they handed her to Markel first and then he put her face by my face and we were facing opposite directions. So it was just cheek to cheek. Mm. And it was just the first time I laid eyes on her and like my smile was so big. And the doctor said that I just kept repeating, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. And I was just so in shock. Like I saw her and I was like, that's my baby. It's my chocolate <laughs> drop, you know? <laughs> I know. Even now, like I can't believe that you're a mom because you're an amazing mom. Thank you. Um, and I remember that day so clear. Everybody was so happy and I just I know and I couldn't wait to be there even though I was holding her like just way out with your arms way out like she was gonna like reach out and attack you or something you were scared but you're better now yeah you say I'm getting better you're definitely getting better so then how does it feel to just watch her grow every single day because even me seeing her every day like she's changing like I'm seeing different features just like her personality is really shining through so how does it feel for you being her actual mother oh my gosh watching her grow has been insane just like I read I'm a little bit nerdy about all the parenting stuff so I read a lot of articles I read a lot of mommy blogs oh I read the like <laughs> developmental books about like her mental leaps and all that stuff um so I feel like I read about it ahead of time I kind of know when her growth spurts are like supposed to be coming but then it's another thing to see it happen right in front of your face like if the book's saying okay she's gonna start reaching out for her toys really soon and you'll see her like using her hands more and then as soon as you see it happen like the first time she just snatches you snatches your glasses or takes up picks up her toy and then throws it like on the floor or you know just kind of seeing her hand-eye coordination improve or today I put her down on the floor and walked away to um, to go share myself out some dinner. When I came back, she had creeped, just like creeped around <laughs> the carpet. And it was really scary because I've never seen her crawl before. You know? I didn't even know that until you said it just now. Yeah, yeah it was while you were out. <laughs> okay. And also, like, when we pick her up when she's done her nap and then she's just rolling over, just smiling and laughing yeah. and playing with herself. Being on her back, you go in together and you're not expecting she's just on her back with her eyes wide open, giggling, ready for you to pick her up. Yeah. Ah, girl's but the best. You, you didn't even mention your mom group. Like, do you find comfort knowing that a lot of moms are going through the same issues that you are all around the world, literally? Yeah, the mom group I'm part of on Facebook for July babies, it's like 3,500 women, oh all different experiences, all different personalities. Sometimes I see women clash in there, but all in all, like it's been amazing to just log on to the group and have somebody say, hey, anybody else's five month old, all of a sudden not sleeping, protesting feeds and, you know, and being really irritable. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh man, I needed to read that. I needed to know <laughs> that somebody else was going through this too. Yeah. And I know that you're talking about some of the happiest moments, but with that, I know she's going through her teething right now. And, you know, sometimes she gets very fussy when it's bedtime and just 
sometimes just as a mom you think maybe you're not getting the most support you know things like that so can you share what's um, some of the key struggles that you've been going through especially as a new and young mom yeah okay Um, I would say as being a first-time mom it's learning to trust your gut like at the very beginning I remember in those first few weeks um, and Markel was home with me that's my husband um, and we'd be making decisions about the baby just like really simple stuff oh like you know how heavy are you supposed to let her diaper get before you change it are you supposed to just change it all the time you know just like really just stupid everyday things because you guys were learning because we were learning and it's so much um, just so much being thrown at you at one time there's no manual it's just and then you'll hear like 10 different things from 10 different people. Everybody thinks they did it the right way. Yeah, so I'm sorry to stop you there, but how do you really deal with that? Because I've seen it when I go out with you sometimes. And I even get, I get so upset when people like jump in and say, yeah, this is how you do it. But you seem to really like keep your cool. So how do you deal with that? I mean, like, I feel like sometimes... I seem like I'm keeping my cool, but then it's also like I'm second guessing. I'm like, okay, well, this is what my gut told me to do, and you're telling me to do something different. So who's right here? Am I supposed to just go off and do, you know, what I was already doing? Or, you know, what if I'm wrong? And then you see me and you say, I told you so. Like, I just just don't want to hear it from anybody sometimes. It is really annoying. Um, But I know everybody means well. Everybody loves to say, oh, I had X amount of kids and they all survived and they're all happy. Mm -hmm. But I'm, you know, at the end of the day, like none of your babies were Amara. I am the only person who is Amara's mother, Mm -hmm. you know? So sometimes, not all the time, like I, I feel like I know what's best for her. Of course. You have that motherly instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about... As you know, this podcast is about self-care and mental health. So as a new mother, um, have you been getting into self-care lately? Do you have kind of a routine that you go through when you're sometimes you're feeling at your lowest or maybe just like when she's um, sleeping? Like, do you have a weekly or daily routine or just something that you really like to do? Um. I really like to cook, and I feel like in the especially in those first few months, I was healing from my C-section, and it was really hard um, for me to be moving around. So I couldn't do like any housework, chores, cooking, or anything, and it was really hard on me mentally. Which sounds weird. Like who actually wants to be in the kitchen and cook? But I do. Um, You're great at it. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so I feel so much better now. I've kind of learned how to balance um, having her around even when she's awake and being in the kitchen and getting stuff done. So I feel like that's a form of self-care. Um, definitely of cooking. And I remember me and you had this conversation the other day when I said a shower feels like a vacation. <laughs> and honestly, that's like that's a huge part of my self-care right now is making sure I get a shower every day, um, like an uninterrupted shower, like a shower where I don't have to worry about her crying on the outside. Like So I like to do it either while she's sleeping or while hubby's home so he can like watch her. Like I don't want to rush for anybody. I want to use my favorite products from Lush and just and just feel good. Um, face mask. Face mask. We just got a face mask. Yes, and it's heaven. <laughs> um, and other than that, I feel like spending time with my friends and especially Markel. It's really important after a baby's been born to like just like make time for you and your partner. Honestly, just to like even sit down and just watch movies or like go somewhere, just me and him. Like, 
I definitely feel like that's really important for my self-care so I don't forget about myself as a person. I'm not just a mom. I'm still a wife. I'm still a friend. I'm still so many other things. Yeah, so that was my other question. So the activities and everything that you just mentioned, does that make you feel yourself again? Because I know as a new mom, you're so consumed with um, making sure she's getting what she needs um, just to stay healthy. And like, you really don't have time to do anything else. So do you think that the activities that you do, like it helps you reconnect with who you are? Definitely, like, because you can kind of lose yourself in the day. It's just like your whole day is about keeping this little human alive, making sure they get their nap so they're not irritated, making sure they get their feed so they're not crying. Um, so I definitely make sure that while she's napping, like, I'll take time for myself. I don't always do chores or anything while she's sleeping. Sometimes I'll just watch what I want to watch on Netflix or FaceTime my friends or just kind of chill out, snack, and I don't know. And just to mm-hmm. sign up, tell everyone um, the show that you've been so obsessed with that you literally <laughs> watch every single night. Power? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I want to keep watching it, but Markel's working all week, yeah. and I can't watch it without him, he said. Mm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's how <laughs> um, So going on our conversation with self-care, I wanted to know, is there any misconception that you think a lot of people still have about being a mother or maybe just one that you've actually carried before you were a mother that it's just completely changed your mind well I feel like a lot of people especially around my age um they say oh I want to be a mom but I'm not ready to do this yet insert activity here or I'm not ready to be a mom um because I'm gonna have to stop doing this I'm gonna have to stay home all the time and I just feel like you don't have to stop doing everything like for most of us like most of us have some support whether it's our parents or our friends like you know everybody's around and wants to help you so if you need a night to go out if you want to go out and have a good time like there are people to help you take care of your kid the Mm -hmm. burden's not all on you like you don't have to stop going to the gym you just might have to plan it out a little bit more like your life isn't over. I think that is a real misconception. People just think you just sit at home with the baby all day. And I mean, a lot of days are like that. I mean, especially while they're really young. But I mean, I can still spend my time doing what I want. I just kind of have to plan it out a little bit more. So I don't know. I don't see it as a bad thing to be a little bit more organized. And if anything, being a mom has just made me much more organized. But I actually don't think that because I have the privilege of seeing you every single day. And I think when you're saying that, oh, you sometimes you do like sit around, but you're so busy with your baby, like you're not doing nothing, you know, like you're still feeding her, you're still like watching over her. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think like you're still making yourself still doing something. I I mean, it's so easy to to devalue your job at home by saying, oh, like, I'm just home with the baby or I'm just cooking and cleaning. But you're so right. Like, sometimes I dismiss it as like, oh, yeah, like sometimes I'm just chilling. I'm watching Max and Ruby with her. But like, (laughs) but I'm also doing 10 million other things. And I don't really think about that sometimes that this is a job and like there are no days off no hours off I mean you might think you're about to get five hours of sleep but she might be teething and get up every two hours like you just never know and I think another misconception that I've like truly seen is like I think that some people don't understand how hard it actually is like I remember 
like a couple weeks ago I was talking to you about this like I can't believe like you guys actually do this like you guys do so much that people don't see yeah it's true the grind never stops (laughs) (laughs) um how has your relationship changed um let's start off with mom do you think do you see our mom in a different light now that you have kids definitely me but me and mom are so much closer now I feel like you know, I, I want to update her on everything that's going on. I can kind of understand why she was always so hard on me, always worried about me. But I think all in all, it's made me um, look at the times that me and mom didn't get along before and like how I would blame her for a lot. And it's just like you don't become a mom and become a perfect person. Mm-hmm. You're still an imperfect person who is, you know, dealing with your own traumas, dealing with the way you were parented. And that affects all of the choices you make for your kid. Um, so, you know, they always talk about like generational curses and all of these things. Right. And so you're trying to break those generational curses. You're trying to do the best you can, but you know what, with it, with a kid, you can't see how great of a parent you are to your kid until they're like an adult or at least a teen. And you can kind of see how they're turning out. Like until then you're just surviving and doing the best that you can. So I feel like I look back with so much more appreciation for mom. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, you know, just not wanting to repeat some, like, you know, like I said, no one's perfect. Like, you're not trying to repeat some of the things that you really didn't like growing up, right? Yeah. So it's made me kind of think about what kind of mom I want to be to Amara later, like what I want to continue on and what I want to stop. And as far as the developing your own parenting practices, do you see mom in yourself? Be honest. Uh... <laughs> I feel like yes and no. Like, before I had Amara, I thought I was going to want to be this really strict parent. And, like, you know, I thought I'd be just like mom where, you know, like, kind of no nonsense. But I can kind of see myself softening up already. I mean, she's not – she's only five months. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like my opinion on a lot of things, um, like discipline and, you know, how how I plan to – to discipline her and and show her negative and positive consequences when she's a little older. Um, Like my my opinions on those things have changed, I feel like. And what about your friends? Because I know that you have some friends that also have um, a child. So has, have you guys grown closer or do you feel maybe disconnected with the ones that maybe don't have a kid? I feel like, honestly, if our friendship was real to begin with, then me having Amara shouldn't have had any effect on that. And it's sad that it does sometimes, but I feel like for the most part, like everyone's stuck around. Like my friends without kids, like they still come over and visit Amara. And if they can't be here, they're always messaging or FaceTiming or just checking in with us. I'm still checking in with them. I can't come to everything anymore, but I feel like most of my friends recognize that and appreciate that. And they understand. They definitely understand. Of course, there's been a couple of people that have surprised me, but for the most part, like just being positive here, like I'm really happy that I have the friends that I have. I really appreciate the people I have around me and in my corner. And um, for the moms who have kids, it's definitely brought us closer, especially I have a bunch of cousins who have given baby, um, having baby, have gosh what am I trying to say I've had babies this year yeah we have a family group chat and it's just so cute because everyone sends in their photos yeah there was like three three of our babies born in July yeah one born in June or May 
there's this there's a bunch of us um yeah and i love it like we're comparing milestones like That's very cute you know you have family members to ask like hey is this normal or hey can i just come chill out and we just have our babies sit there and look at each other <laughs> which is exactly what a lot of us end up doing um, and then with my friends who have kids, it's asking them for advice. You know, what did they do in certain situations? Yeah. And what about Markel, your husband? Because I've heard a lot that when you have a baby, especially when it's a newborn or like Amara, that's only five months old, like your relationship goes to like a friend level. So what about you? Like, how do you feel about the relationship that you have with Markel in the present day? I feel like, honestly, like, we're, we were such great friends even before all of this. Like, we have a solid friendship. He's my best friend. Like, we tell each other everything. We do everything together. So I feel like our relationship hasn't changed that much. I, I kind of get what, what people would say when they say um, that you kind of, like, you're just kind of living like friends. They're just like your partner who you're doing everything with and taking care of this little human with. But like I said earlier, I feel like it's so important to keep going on dates and to keep having time just you and your partner, you know, after the baby goes to bed. And also just like understanding um, like different stages in the baby's life will always have a parent who feels more comfortable at that stage, you know? Like oftentimes for really young babies, um, the mom feels more connected and kind of understands what to do more. So I feel like it's like understanding and kind of compassion that we're not the same and we're not gonna approach situations this, the same. And I might be better at some things than him. He might be better at some things than me. So um, I don't know, I feel like we're trying not to um, not to live by gender role standards like we're just we just kind of do what we're comfortable with and whatever works for us i don't know it's working so (laughs) yeah you guys are really good at that um and how has he been through this whole process and this whole journey and fatherhood for him it's interesting like he he is just so comfortable and so natural especially having two younger sisters um but i i just feel like he has this ability to just do what he feels is right without second guessing it. He feels no guilt about anything. If he needs to leave the house and spend all day without Amara, he's not going to be outside the house asking me for pictures all day. Like he has a way of balancing life and the baby, which I really, really admire. And I find that that's really hard for me. Um, I feel like moms have guilt about everything. You know, I leave the house for a few hours and if, or if I leave and she's crying, I'm like, oh, I'm leaving her while she's distressed yeah. as, if, <laughs> as if anything's going to happen to her when I leave. Um, I don't know. Okay. I just, I like, I look up to him when it comes to his ability to just shake things off and go with the flow. I need that. Do you see a change in him or do you feel like this has always been Markel? No, this has always been him. This has always been the way he's approached everything. I don't know. I feel like he keeps me chill. I'm the more anxious one out of the two of us. So he, he brings me back down to size. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And... I want to know, because motherhood is so, I feel like the meaning is so versatile in the fact that, like, everyone has their different opinions. So what does motherhood really mean to you in your experience? Hmm. I know, it's a tough one. (laughs) It is. I feel like motherhood means doing the best I can all the time, Um, trying to give this little person the best of you. 
but also understanding that if you need to step away because you feel like you're going to go crazy that's okay too I have a responsibility to to shape a little person not into what I want but to help her be who she wants to be you know later on and in her life like I feel like a lot of times people become parents and they like want their kids to do everything that they didn't get to do like I'm trying to like think ahead and think about that and kind of get over that before it even comes because I want her to be able to make her own decisions I, I'm not going to push her into any specific sports I'm not going to push her to do anything I just want her to be her but we'll see let's see if I put my money where my mouth is because <laughs> now I'm kind of crazy <laughs> but how does it feel knowing that you're literally shaping her in her life and you know yeah. I don't know I feel like I have an opportunity to do good like this is an opportunity to love someone with every being in you. I mean, you already do that when you're married, but it's different when it's your your baby. It's your baby. <laughs> like this is your DNA. Like you can make a like. I don't want her to have to be ever talking to a therapist about me about how tra traumatic of a mother I was. You know, like I want to do a good job. Like yeah, I, I want her later on to want to be close to me and to want to talk to me. You know. So that's another question because I know that you're talking about how you read so many articles and so many books about um, how they're growing. So do you ever get really stressed about maybe this isn't the right um, like parenting to do or do you not really get stressed about that? Um, I feel like it's too early for me to get stressed about a lot of those things. But do you think about it like when she's a little bit older? Um. I do, and I feel like I do feel that way sometimes about, like, I don't know, about her sleep, you know? Like, I took a newborn sleep class because I was so anxious about it. I heard how bad the sleep depriva de deprivation could be, and I really didn't want that for myself. Um, and so I have her on a bit of a schedule, but I know a lot of other moms don't go by a schedule. Mm. So it's kind of interesting. It's, especially in the mommy groups, it's like you could see the, like, the moms who sleep train versus the moms who just like let their baby have any which schedule um so i feel like especially when it comes to that stuff um like a lot of us bump heads yeah yeah but i'm trying to figure it out and and sometimes it makes me anxious you know over the holidays how am i gonna travel and see everybody and make sure she gets her naps in so that she's not irritable and you know i don't know and not, not not everybody agrees with it. Sometimes people are like, oh, like just let her be a baby. She'll fall asleep anywhere, which is true. But honestly, I hate having a crying, <laughs> overtired baby and you're just trying to get them to bed because you kept them up for too long. And I just, I hate going through that stuff. So I don't know. I feel like that's an example of like a parenting choice that I made, like to keep her on a bit of a schedule so that our days kind of follow a bit of structure. You know, I know at times she's going to bed every single night. I don't know. I like I like that feeling that I get this time to myself every night. I know after eight o'clock I don't have to worry. And because you kind of have her on the schedule, and you said that you like being a little bit organized, um, does that help you reduce? I guess I don't know if anxiety is the right word. Definitely, it definitely does. I know what time she's going to bed. I know how many hours that she'll be up in the day before she'll need a nap. Like, I know when my next break is coming. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, no matter what's going on, no matter how much crying is going on in the house, I'm like, okay, 
I know if it's 12 o'clock, she's probably going to want to go to sleep by like 2.30 as of right now. You know, that's kind of her wake windows. Mm -hmm. So I feel like... I feel like it definitely helps with the anxiety. It definitely helps knowing, okay, no matter how bad this day is, like, chances are she'll be in bed before 8 o'clock. Yeah. But definitely before 9. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's good to know that I'm going to have that time to myself. Yeah, definitely. And one last question, because I'm sure a lot of um, mothers that just had a baby or maybe that are going through their last stages of pregnancy, what kind of advice would you give them as they're entering the stage um, of motherhood and just entering a whole different stage in their life? Okay, I would say in most situations, everything is normal. And when I say everything is normal, like you'll find something new every single day to ask, hey, is this normal? Or my baby's doing this in the first few weeks. Like, is this normal? You know, they have this reflex where every time I put them down, their their hands are going crazy and they wake themselves up in the crib. Like, is this normal? Like, everything is normal. Like, your baby is an individual human. He may not be the same as all of your mom friends who you go and ask. You know, their kids might have been completely different. Like, your baby has a whole different personality that nobody else on this planet has and you just kind of have to stick it out and figure them out so if it's not like a medical concern or you know anything serious like that just like honestly just relax like you don't have to google everything that's what i wish i could have told myself in those first few weeks yeah and i probably would have relaxed a little bit and i feel like you know just giving yourself the grace to make mistakes sometimes um why do you say that because especially when it's your first baby, like, you don't know anything. You didn't, unless you have really young siblings, like, you never really had to do this before. Yeah. For most of us, um, it's different even when you have baby cousins or friends with babies. They're still somebody else's baby. You're still able to give them back at the end of the day. There's still a lot that you uh, haven't had to put up with until you become a mom. So I feel like you need to give yourself grace. Just relax and stop and smell the flowers sometimes. You know, sometimes things get really frustrated, but at the end of the day, honestly, like as cheesy as it is, you're going to look into your baby's eyes and they're going to make it all better. You're going to be fine. And you want to enjoy every single one of these moments. You'll never get it back. They get so big so fast. It's, oh my gosh, it's just, it's so scary how, how much they change overnight sometimes. You just, you want to enjoy it. Yeah. So in other words, don't be so hard on yourself definitely don't be so hard on yourself don't rush around you just you just won't get this time back that's so true well thank you so much Karina. oh wait 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 oh. and one more thing oh two more things yeah Ooh, join a, right. join a mom group i already said that <laughs> yeah. just go ahead and press accept on that facebook group like these women are your lifeline you know when you need think uh tips for when your baby is teething like just I don't know. You can't handle it all by yourself. Like, you're not meant to. You're meant to have a village. And save money. If you're pregnant and you haven't had a baby yet, like, it's not a joke, man. The diapers, the formula, if you choose to go that route, like, everything adds up. Just save your damn pennies. Easier, Pinch those pennies. <laughs> easier said than done, but it's probably the best decision. Yeah. Um, well... Thank you so much for coming on and really talking about your experience and just being so open about Amara. 
I just I really really appreciate it, and I hope that everyone that's watching is really watching. Listening. I mean, listening. <laughs> Thank you. This ain't YouTube. <laughs> I just hope everyone finds encouragement because I think you had a lot of great things to say so thank you so much no problem all right guys so that is it once again I want to say thank you so much for listening to Karina's story and I hope that some of you got a good insight on what it's like being a mother and if some of you still have any more questions or comments that you want me to know about, then make sure to follow me on social media, which is at Robin Smith, two H's XO. So that's my Instagram. And I will definitely get back to you. But in the meantime, remember to take care of yourself. Bye, guys.